You're listening to another great show from the Nod Network. Find more great content at nerdod.com. Right, okay, yeah, let's put in like 12 cats that are on an island now. So we've got Cat Battle Royale. Let's do Cattle this Royale? No way, because that would be cows. That would be cows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to this week's edition of the Nerd OD Podcast with your host, Reginaldo. And Dan. I'll do, sir. I need a better intro. You well need a better intro than that. You've got Reginaldo. I mean, that's not even your name. It's not. So, I put to Dan. Dan's a bit boring. You you could well die. Daring Dan. Desperate. No, they're all taken. Dangerous. Dangerous. Ooh. Yeah, Maybe. Darius. I'll think about it. Why? No. You could be colorblind. <laughs> <laughs> or incredible. I, I'm always incredible. You are, you are big, amazing. Big D. <laughs> Didn't you call me the big D on one pod that I wasn't on? And that's sure what we used did. to call Darius. It was. Have we ever talked about our Darius thing? I'm sure we have. <laughs> Not on this one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hi, everyone, by the way. Um, before we launch into things you might find interesting... Um, this <laughs> looks a bit you definitely won't. <laughs> many, many years ago, me and Reg used to work at a video game shop, a game emporium, if you will. Um, and um, if I remember right, I think the, the music system either didn't work or we intentionally broke it so it didn't work so we could put our own stuff on or we just put our own stuff on. I wonder what happened. Not entirely legally because, you know, c- copyright and all that. Um, we had Candy Rock. Yes, Candy Rock cassette tapes. Oh, okay. And the thing is, how long is a cassette tape? About, you know, 70, 80 minutes, right? 30, 40 minutes each side. And there was two tape decks. So you, it would play one side of one, one side of the other, other side of the other. So total, you maybe had about three hours worth of music and then it would repeat and then it would repeat again oh it, it's horrible it's horrible you know how you get bored of a playlist after maybe about four or five times through it yeah imagine this for an entire month plus but anywho so we we put our own stuff on and i used to make little mix cds of stuff and um i can't remember why but we um we decided we put darius on was it after we saw him I never seen him. So were you not there? I was not there. No, okay. Um, <laughs> um, the, right. The the reason being is because something happened. I think we were taking the mic out of um, one of the things that Neil put on. What, uh, okay, what, what, who's one our assistant manager? Um, and Darius came on and he was like, "I hate this guy." And then we started singing it to wind him up. And Feeling then it just, blue. And then it just became that, like, let's just yeah. play all the diving. Darius was the star um, of uh, Pop Stars and Pop Idol later. He was the Scottish guy who looked, I don't know, he had that weird ponytail and goatee, didn't he? And he thought he was amazing. And he did an amazing version of Hit Me Baby One More Time, but got voted off. But anywho, yeah, he started a, a very illustrious, illustrious solo career. And I saw him live unintentionally i was at the traffic center and i heard these beautiful sounds wafting through the center and i walked into the orient which is a food court and there he was on a stage surrounded by lots of women throwing underwear at him it's great nice i remember the key ring yeah i never bought that key ring yeah I, I had it bought for me as a joke and you know jokes on them i loved it but yeah it's, you know maybe maybe that was my my sort of gateway into pop music, Reg, and that's why suddenly I like Korean and Japanese pop music. 
<laughs> no, I, I, no, I, it's Jet Set Radio and Anna Managuchi. They were my gateway. Both brilliant. Both brilliant. Absolutely. As is Darius Reg. But yeah, we, we did uh, Darius a couple of times karaoke, didn't we? Bit we colorblind, did. bit of incredible. We definitely did do that. Yeah. We're doing um we're doing karaoke and work in the next couple of weeks because nice. we've got like they do like a business review meeting. Okay. Um and we've got like the <clears throat> a company coming in to do like a massive huge barbecue. Um and there's a there's a famous guy around our area called Mr. T's, he's like an ice oh, cream. Oh the guy. ice cream guy. Um and we've got booked him in as well to give us all ice creams awesome. and stuff. Um but the the barbecue sounds amazing because we're having like a South African themed one. Um I think South African because we're getting like zebra and like crocodile and buffalo burgers and stuff. Wow. Um, okay. There's quite a few people like, no, I don't want that. And I'm like, yeah, we do. Um, so I'm, I'm hopefully. <laughs> if you didn't tell them, they wouldn't know. So it's going to be fun. Cause I really want to try that sort of stuff. Um, and yeah, everyone was like, Reg, does your, um, does your PlayStation still do the karaoke thing? And I was like, if only we had some sing stuff. Yeah. Reg. And I was like, it, it does. And they're like, all right. So, but just remind me because I use the microphones elsewhere. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you'll need to, um, you'll need to remind me before that so I can actually bring them in so you can, uh, so you can do a bit of sing songing. Um, but we're going to do a, a, a karaoke competition. Wow. So that, that'll be fun. I'll lose miserably, but like still argue my way through, mm. hopefully to the final because that's what I like to okay. do. I've got the Xbox one. Do you remember the Xbox Music Maker? Oh, that was amazing. Where you could just that's, put your own music on. That's where we made, we made a tune and put it up on that. That was where Wombat Fuzzle. Wombat Fuzzle, we recorded Wombat Fuzzle. Oh, that's another story for another time that we've probably already told. We have, however, right. what I haven't told was how amazing that Benny Ladies gig was. Oh, yeah. Because we've had so much stuff happen. <sighs> Dan, Dan. There's been stuff on this list for weeks that we just haven't got to. There is, but we will go into some of that stuff because I do want to talk about some of that stuff. Um, but yeah, so not last Thursday, but the Thursday before, I went to see the, the Naked Bear ladies mm. and they were phenomenal so i went to to manchester with with the wife um to go see because originally we were going to go for our anniversary because mm-hmm. uh, he did a show in york um, and then we were going to go to florida and stuff so we're like we can't afford to do that right stuff's happened um so we we're like you know what let's let's just go let's go manchester yeah. so she booked us manchester plus comic-con um, is more important than anniversary so we went to comic-con instead exactly um and then I was a little bit like, uh, I hope it's going to be good. Like, I really enjoyed the last show. The new album, Fake News, is good. When it's good, it's very good. It's, it's not on the level of, um, like, Grin and Streak. Um, mm. But it's good. It is a good album. There's a fair few decent songs. Like, one of my favourite Benny Lady songs is actually on there as well. Um, so that's a, ooh, surprise. Um, like Canada Dry? But, I like uh, Canada Dry, but Navigate, I really like yeah, Navigate. Right, nice. I think it's a beautiful song. Um, so... I was hoping we were going to play like quite a few of the, the, the songs I really like from there. The set list was just all sorts of amazing in there. They opened up with For You, just like a random track out, like track song, mm-hmm. um, from, um, everywhere for everything for everyone. Um, and it was just, the set list was awesome. They played like, obviously Be My Yoko with Boothby, which is always yeah, amazing. So the support act is so, this hilarious so th- comedian. That was the one reason what made me go 100% Definitely doing go. this tour. Don't care what. Because the 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 comedian guy who's their support is Boothby, uh, Boothby Grafro, who um we spoke several times about on this pod before. Um, we interviewed on, him. There's an interview on our YouTube page. There is it? indeed. He's amazingly funny. His albums are brilliant. If you go out and just like listen to them or stream them, if there's uh, on any of the sites to listen I, to. I only partially agree there. 
because he's amazing, he's incredible live, yeah. and it does lose something on the recording. Yeah, course. well, what Italian? But it's still good. If you can find what Italian, it's one of the most surreal mm. but amazing albums you'll ever listen to. Yeah, the rest are all right. What Italian is but, amazing. But though. I think you have to see him live to then appreciate the albums. That's the problem. So I'm sure there's. I'm sure he's on YouTube. Yeah. The, the same note though. When I worked in the in the call center place. I went in to after seeing Bare Naked Ladies one time, and I was like, "This guy, like this guy, is absolutely mental." Right. And like, uh, we put it on, and everyone started listening to Boobie Crow, loving it. That album, like, right, we need to organise a night where we all go see Boobie Crow. Okay. That's why Crabman came with us to go see him. He's <laughs> right. like, "I can't right. wait to to go see wow. this guy because what Italian was so funny and just random, but it is like completely Very. me just all the way through it." Uh, that's why I like, yes, well, we need to sort that out. Um, he came on, he did like a, like a good, like, hour and ten minute set. Wow. Um, it was, it was massive, um, his set, and it was really funny, but he did the, near enough, the exact same set list that he always does. Um, even though he's had about, like, nine albums out or something ridiculous yeah. now, yeah. he's always got the same songs that he plays, and, like, you laugh at comedians because they never repeat the same jokes. Yet, Boofy's got a staple where he comes out, does the lead Spare Naked Ladies joke, about how we went in there and the whole place was full because they thought it was a BMP yeah. gig and not a BNL yeah, no. gig. Yeah. Um, and the minute he was like, oh, we were in Leeds the other night and I just started laughing. <laughs> and like the people were around me and were like, what is he laughing? I was like, I can't believe he's doing this joke again. <laughs> and it's just, it's, it's so good. Like he's not changed at it's, all. It's weird because he's, you usually have singers who are like, you know, they get requests for songs. It's like Boothby gets requests for jokes. Yeah. Like when we went to see him in Manchester, he did a gig on his own. And we were like, can you please do Lothian Cat Rescue? <laughs> Fucking adore Lothian Cat Lothian Rescue. Lothian Cat Rescue is one of the best, by far, the best jokes ever. It is just so Which so we won't good. tell because we will not do it justice. But No, not in the slightest. Lothian Cat Rescue. <laughs> Let's lead the same together. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's so anyway. Um, but yeah, so then, obviously the ladies came on. Yeah. And they did like, uh, they did an amazing set and they always do these freestyle songs. Just like impromptu off the top of the dome. Um, as they're, as they're doing this, like their set. Mm. And one of them was like, he went to, um, he went to get a haircut, an impromptu haircut. And he was like, so I went to this place, there was no queue. Never a good sign for a barber's. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, it is midweek. So, you know, it, understandably you can go in there. And he's like, and he cut it short. And that's when he was like, speaking of cutting it short. And then starts this tune about just like how weird Manchester is and just like how they love it. But then Tyler Stewart, the drummer, mm. who's amazing as well, so funny. Um, he just couldn't stop doing Liam Gallagher impressions. His typical man is like, yeah. in the sunshine, <laughs> like the entire way through. And then you're like, oh, that brings us into like, uh, unintentional segue into let's play sunshine <laughs> okay um but he's like all right maybe you gotta roll with it and it's like yeah we don't have one like that so let's let's just stop quoting uh oasis and liam gallagher songs <laughs> you know we'll move on um but like that was brilliant and then that became like the running theme of the joke that everything was like an impromptu thing mm. and then he was like yeah so we even did this impromptu uh this impromptu gig with a guy called steve page and everyone's like way and he was like yeah, let's bypass that quickly. And then just carried on going. And everyone started laughing. And he was like, ooh, it was that too soon? And everyone like started laughing again. But I loved the fact that he just brought that in. He was like, mm-hmm. yeah, like we still love him. Um, and then, yeah, and then they did like another impromptu, just like off the, off the dome one, like three quarters of the way through wow. it, which was like amazing. And then they always do this 
thing where they put like a medley together of all these like all the current all the songs, current yeah. songs um, smash them all into one thing. And the, I just wish when you used to go to their gigs, you used to be able to buy the recordings of their albums like immediately after, like, literally straight after it. Fifteen quid a on, a, on a USB mm-hmm. or a USB. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, and it, it was amazing, but they don't do it anymore, and I'm heartbroken by that because that was definitely a set list mm-hmm. that I would be like, yes, please. Like fucking alternative girlfriend and stuff like, and, and Enid. I never expected them to sing these songs live. Mm. It was just so good, and like even Tyler had a little drum set right at the beginning when he did the acoustic part, mm. and it's like looked like a tiny little kids one. And as he was like playing it, just bits were just like flying off it, and he's like, "Yeah," <laughs> just going to town on it, just absolutely loving it. Boofy came out and done a tune with them as well, and they, it was just they're a band that I defy anyone to not enjoy live. Yeah, even if you're not so massively good. into their music, like you will absolutely, and you're only not massively love. into their music because you haven't really heard them because no. you've heard two of their songs that were sort of mini hits. And uh, and probably ne- never anything since. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because it's like the uh, he was so Ed was saying he was in the queue to get a drink, and some guy came up to him, and he was like, "Are you um are you in that band that's playing around the corner?" And he's like, "Yes, indeed, I am, sir. I'm Ed Robinson from Bad Naked Ladies." And he's like, "Never heard of you guys." And he's like, "And what's your name?" And he's like, "Dave or something." He's like, "Well, I've never heard of you either, Dave." <laughs> and I started laughing, and he's like, "So uh, so what songs do you sing then that I might know?" And he's like, "Oh, do you know um do you know one week?" And he's like, uh, no. And he's like, do you like the Big Bang Theory? And he's like, I love the Big Bang Theory. That's like one of my favorite shows. He's like, we do the soundtrack to that. And apparently the guy just like stopped and was like, oh my God. Wow. <laughs> and he's like, completely dumbstruck. And he's like, yeah. are you guys here all week? And he's like, no, no, we're just here what, for, yeah. What band does all week? <laughs> he's like, we're just, we're just here for the night. And he's like, oh man, I've missed you guys then. And he's like, well, it's not till seven o'clock. And he's like, oh. Ooh, uh, and what, that was what I'm paying for this drink. <laughs> I was just like, that, really? I was like, that is just Angling for a hilarious. free ticket. But, Guessed yeah, it. like, the, but the whole gig itself was just like, it was just an incredible, incredible experience. Mm. So like, genuinely loved it. It was just so good. And I think they're still touring at the minute. There's a couple of dates left. Um, so yeah, you need to, to just go out and, yeah. and watch it like now. Speaking of bands that we love, but no one else has probably ever heard of them. Mm. Um, Liam Frost and the Latchkey Kids. We, yes. we spoke about them very, very regularly on this podcast. It's a a singer songwriter that we adore, and we've seen like we, we're coming up to triple figures, I reckon, on the amount of times we've seen the guy. Yeah, potentially. Um, and he put together a, a new band called the Latchkey Kids, uh, Manchester-based, very popular around Manchester. Um, and they did a um, what was it, Pledge Music campaign for the new album. And their estimate was 31st of March for the album to come out. And obviously we're yeah. past that now. Yeah. So we put up an, an update and, um, and a, including a track list. And apparently things have got in the way and it is delayed a little bit, but it'll be there soon. And do you remember I pledged mm-hmm. to, have you seen my comments? <laughs> I pledged to, oh, no, to sing on the album. Um, doing like sort of backing vocals as well me and, and i think two or three other people also bought this this pledge level um uh, that's what i'm going to do in five minutes all right awesome because cool. it's still available to do brilliant do so it so i'll do well, it <coughs> he um, I'll do it now, he um i put a comment going oh it's amazing it's fine we don't mind waiting you know it's gonna be worth it but um it, 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 i haven't heard anything about the um singing on the album yet and he was like oh yeah that as well i'll, I'll be in touch soon so I'm not sure what's going on. <laughs> I think it's because no one was, no one's really played for it. I think there's only like the two or three of you in there. So. Still, still, you know. Um, I, I mean, I'm, we, we can, we can leave it 
uh, Liam. We'll just we'll we'll do a, a nice little live interview. But while I'm t- well, literally, so I got my phone out on there. Mm. Um, I have been a massive part of the um, of the Shenmue backing. Obviously, you have. Are um, you trying to get this sort of the Kickstarter? Uh, you're partly responsible for Shenmue one and two, I reckon. I think, but at least forty percent. Yeah, of, I reckon. Yeah, it happened. So as a thank you, we've been trying to organise for the next tweetathon, which is coming out on Thursday. Um, like kidding, another, you're not that big a part of it. I was, uh, I was joking. Like another, um, another, another sign. Mm, yes. Thing doing because that's how we bombarded Twitter and Sega. Yeah, everyone holds initially. up a different letter and it made a little photo montage. Um, and I was like, oh my god, I need to get involved in this. So like, right, you've got W. And I was like, awesome. And I was like, Dan, guess what I'm going to do? And he was like, oh, that's amazing. And then I've just not bothered. Um, I don't know what it was. I just completely forgot all about it. And I, like yesterday, he was like, uh, guys, um, I still need like most of your stuff. And I was like, okay. Oh god! So like, all you need to do is draw a letter on a piece of paper. Is that not it? So um, yeah. So I need to do that. So I literally printed one off before and worked. He handed me again, and then he was like, "Guys, it's getting done in the next two hours." And I was like, "All right, cool. I'm just podcasting at the minute, but then I will be able to to do it for you. Like, give me an hour." And he's like, "Oh, have fun!" And people are actually liking my comment about podcasting Podcasting. and whatnot. Like, like, oh wow! I wonder if they if they know it's me. I hope they do. I hope they like me. And that that's where you link to us, Reg. And that is where we do a podcast. Okay, okay. Um what what is what is the word? What is the I've got thing? W. Yeah, but what is it gonna say? You know what? If I worked it out, that would have been a better end to the story than is it, I've got W. What's the point? Is it saying thank you? Yeah, thank you, Sega, for the tweet a thon. Because has has everyone settled on what all this hard work is now gonna become? Yep. Because, you know, what, what is there to tweet about now? Uh, so now what we are doing is we are... <laughs> um, I believe that... Well, we've, we've got a couple of ideas in the in the mix. Okay. One of them um, is Shenmue Online. <laughs> it's not. No. I wish it was. Is it Switch? Shenmue? I wish it was. There's the, there's the Switch port, right. but there's also the... Um, let's just keep back in the Shenmue 3, basically, okay. to get more funds towards it. Right, that makes um, sense. And keep that going through, because you know, we're happy the fact that Sega have been like, you know what, thank you fans, it wasn't for you guys, mm-hmm. and you know, this would never have happened in the first it, place. It wouldn't so have. It absolutely wouldn't let, have. Let's go with it. And I'm, I'm just content the fact we're getting it. Mm-hmm. I'm not asked about how... You know, like oh, people are like oh my god, it's only sixty frames per second. Oh my god, we're not going to have this. No, I don't oh care about anything. Like you just want, you just want the game, just want to play it. to be playable. Yep, that's it. That, that is what I want playable to, do. to a new generation. And you know, it's been doing really well. It's like it was uh, number one uh, briefly on Amazon. It was it's for pre-orders. It's it amazing. It's still in top ten for pre-orders, which is <laughs> awesome. Um, and yeah, and if you do it on. Uh, Three six five games. It's only twenty two ninety nine. Yeah. Uh, uh, admittedly, it's only apparently until the end of the day, um, but I reckon that'll be extended as well. Yeah, which is always nice. Still no release date yet though. Slightly no. annoying. Got a placeholder no. thirty first of December. Yeah, interesting. But speaking of games that are available to pre order, okay. which do look amazing and actually do have a release date. Right. Have you seen the latest trailer for the Tomb Raider: Shadow of the Tomb Raider? Um, I no, I haven't seen it yet. No. I saw that that it was the proper official big announcement, and they had a a load of big Tomb Raider parties. They did. They had like a Square Enix like yeah. launch mm-hmm. reveal, yeah, um, of the trailer along with the party, and you can play the actual game for like the first hour of the game and whatnot, and um, play it through. Trailer, fucking brutal as all hell. Good. Um, it's just basically you know that bit in well the last Tomb Raider where she's like uh, can I really kill that many people in such a short space of time using right. only this pickaxe 
not sure about this. So maybe well, I'll, so maybe I'll just pick off out. one or two. This one, it starts off with just going like, right, I'm going to murder from the shadows with pickaxes. <laughs> and it's, she's just mental. She absolutely slaughters a lot of people. And it's it's crazy. Um, but it's all based around like the Aztec um like tombs and whatnot looks it looks beautiful like graphically it looks amazing i know it's all cutscene rendered stuff but it does look beautiful um and they've so they released the trailer um obviously the release date's the 14th yeah um they of september mm. and they've also released and then took down straight away um the actual different versions they're putting up um as well because obviously now games can't just have a normal version They've got to have about nine different of versions. Course. So this one, you've got the standard edition, yeah. the Steelbook standard edition, okay. the Croft edition, which we have no idea what's in that one yet, mm-hmm. um, the digital Croft edition. Right. Um, the, which means the physical Croft edition isn't then going to have a statue in or anything like that. That's no, because you a save, few extra downloads. You save that one for the collector's edition, okay. which looks like it's got an awesome figure of Lara leaping into something. That, that would be great. Um, with a pickaxe thing. And then you also get a little mini axe, uh, mini axe bottle opener. Um, you get a torch, mm. an actual proper torch, like physical torch to look at, the soundtrack, and in-game three weapons and outfits um, to have inside there as well, uh, along with the season pass and some of the little gubbins. But they literally took it down straight away. And you load it, they're like, oh, we mustn't have meant to do that, just yet. take it down. Right. But thankfully, people are like, hey, and just took photos of it when they seen <laughs> it. So it was too late for that. Um, it has been, it has been yeah. shown. Speaking of, of Tomb Raider, did we ever speak about the movie? We never did speak about the movie no. for this. No. Um, I think there's probably a reason for that. <laughs> it wasn't terrible, it just was disappointing. Right, the thing is, at the time, it wasn't terrible. No, I, we came out of it, I, I was less positive about it than you were. Yeah. Um, but you, but you were like, no, it's all right. I, said, I think it's just one of those that you're going to think on. You and were it's, right. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to get worse the further away you get from it. Yeah, it, it I was just a, did it was not an odd film, it. a very odd film. In that they, I know I don't know whether we have talked about this because I remember saying the phrase of like, it's like they said, let's take three key things from the game. No, we did talk about this. We definitely talked oh, about we? this. Right. Okay. Yeah, but the the point of this is, um, the I was I was having a look at. Some details on box office, like mainly, I was having a look into um, Infinity War. Mm. Um, Thankfully, that's now just managed to surpass <laughs> um, biggest opening weekend of all time. Yeah. Biggest opening three days. Which do you know what it beat? Do you know what the fucking number one box office debut weekend was for? Fate and the Fate of the Furious. Yeah, yeah five hundred fucking sixty odd million or some ridiculous. Yeah. I'll, I'll get the numbers Just, up in a sec. Wow. But apparently, the budget the budget for Tomb Raider was $94 million. That's not made that back. Uh, well, worldwide, it made 212 wow. But it only got 56 in a, in the States. So, yeah. When we get in a I'm unsure. But, Thank God. Like, I was having a look at the, uh, the, the 2018 worldwide grosses, and it's, uh, it's the 12th biggest grossing movie of the year so far. Yeah, but we're only in April. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, I was like, oh, that's quite high. Oh, no way, of course. But yeah, Black Panther, I still am mystified that it is, it, it's the second biggest grossing Marvel movie of all time now, at the moment. It's the biggest grossing in the States. Just, I don't, I'm sorry, it, my, my no. brother, who isn't really massively into like, superhero yeah. stuff, um, seen the trailer for Black Panther and he was like, this looks well good. 
And it's like, no, you just hear like fucking hip hop beats over the yeah. trailer and you're like, this is a film I need to see. So we went to see it and was like, that was really disappointing. Right. And I was like, yeah, it <laughs> yeah, is, isn't it? I was like, I did say it's awful. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, but you're seen as one of those hipster guys that if something's good, then you're like, ah, oh, it's awful. I'm like, okay, well, I'm, we need I'm to not... talk to you about Infinity War. <laughs> I was like, I'm really not like that in the slightest because Infinity War was the fucking bomb, yo. Yeah. And I just, I just yeah. genuinely don't. Well, like after, that. after, um, for 2018, after being out for, are we at a week yet for Infinity War? It's, it's second. It's it, the it's second biggest grossing movie of the week, of the, of the year, and it's only been out a week. But th- this is, this is, the only reason I want to read this is because it, there's some odd films in here. Um, third place is a film called Operation Red Sea, which domestically, so it's an American website, so in America it made 1.5 million, but overseas 566.5 million. <laughs> Number five is a film I really want to see. It's called Detective Chinatown 2. Oh wow! <laughs> I want to see Detective Chinatown what one. What's going on? Yeah, two million in um in domestic box office, five hundred and thirty million worldwide. Do you know what? Uh, so yeah. Anyway, <laughs> just, just while we're on the subject mm-hmm. of wanting to see films, right? I was like, you know what? I haven't had a chance to watch yet. The it. I haven't watched it. Right. The yet. it. The it. The it. Um, the reason I'm saying the it mm-hmm. is because you imagine if you put in like Netflix to see if it's out on Netflix yet. Okay. I dot t dot then you'd be like, all oh, right, okay, so it. Why would it be I dot T? Well, I put, I don't know, I just put it. It is just it. Yeah. Right. So I, I put you get it the, in, or, the it crowd. or if you put it, <laughs> the IT crowd. if you put it in, yeah. right, into movies, mm-hmm. right, who would you think would be the the, well, um, I think the ne- main star of an it film that that's on Netflix at the minute? Um, Tim Curry, hopefully. No? Okay. How about Pierce Brosnan? <laughs> How, how about that... how about a completely different film that's it called IT? <laughs> okay, and yeah, and it's about him Netflix. being a cybersecurity hacker guy, or an embittered it IT consultant launches a stealthy attack against a wealthy businessman by turning his state-of-the-art home against him. That sounds amazing. That's not it. That's not what I want to watch. No, at all. Well, it's not. It's only just going on DVD, Red. So it's definitely not on Netflix. Well, I wasn't sure, so I just mm. thought I'll try it before I search yeah. otherwise. Well, um, we'll get back to um. Avengers and the the box and all that sort of rubbish in a minute, but while we're on Netflix, um, do you know what is worth watching? What's that? Lost in Space. Yeah, I need to watch that. Yeah. I, I just finished it yesterday, and I really enjoyed it. And I was kind of surprised because I remember watching the trailer, thinking, "Yeah, is this really is this really necessary?" And uh, well, not necessary. It was good. Mm. I actually really enjoyed it. It's like it's weird. It doesn't feel like Lost in Space, but it feels like Lost. In space. Spies. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Like Lost. Like the show Lost. Yes, exactly. Because, um, it, yeah, it's... Does it have polar bears? Well, alien type kind of polar bear things. My friend Dave has got, got a polar, polar bear. bear. That's a Boothby song, by the it way. Is. But, yeah, um, it, it is It is odd. It's, um, the, obviously, you've got the robot, you've got Will Robinson, you've got all the Robinsons, you've got... Whoever Matt LeBlanc played in that terrible movie. You've got Dr. Smith. I remember Smith. going to pictures to see that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I did as well. And I can't remember who I spoke to the other day, but I spoke to someone who said, no, I quite liked it. It's like, how? Think about the end. Think about the last maybe third of it when suddenly they're like, oh, time travel. Oh, Dr. Smith turned into a giant spider thing because he got bitten. It's ridiculous. Wow, I don't remember any of that. Do you know what I remember? No. So on this planet... 
To be fair, though, I don't really remember much about there it. There was a weird <laughs> field, and when you go through it, suddenly you're in the, the future or something like that, and the kid falls into the into the future thing, or no, into the past, and then by the time they get to him, he's all grown up, but Dr. Smith's been bitten by this spider, uh, and then they, gets genetically mutated. Did they miss mutated. the opportunity of playing Future Boy by Joran Brakes over Could be. that? Yeah, yeah. Because that would have been great. Yeah, yeah. That's another band no one cares about. Such a shame. <laughs> Cheering breaks were awesome. But um yeah, but I would highly recommend watching the T V show. It's quite it's quite dark and gritty in places. It's you know it's fun. And it's not all about this just this family, there's just loads of people. Do you know what I am playing at the minute which which has a lot of just family stuff in it? Um God of War. Yes. I I am playing God of War. You are. And it's fucking brilliant, brilliant. Okay. It, it, so I'm. I haven't got a pro, but I am now working on getting a pro. Why does it matter? Um, because it looks really nice in this, but the pro version just looks so much better. <laughs> okay, really. And it worked with better with my VR games and stuff as well. So like, it's another good reason to like add on to it. And there's still. Even on the normal PS4, there's still no load screens. No. Okay. Not in the slightest. Well, I have seen a lot. Okay. I have seen a lot of load screens because it you keep is hard <laughs> as balls. Okay. I mean, like, so I was chatting away to, to one of the lads in work um, about it, and he was like, so it's not playing it on the hardest setting because he plays all the games on the hardest setting. Yeah. Just to get I went through a worth. very, very short phase where I was like, yeah, if I'm going to play a game once, why not? And then. I found I wasn't finishing games yeah, because it's too you, hard. Yeah, you just don't enjoy them. That, no. That's, that's part, part Bioshock, of my issue with it. Bioshock, I got a good uh, halfway through and it just became so difficult. And I'm like, I really want to finish it, but I need to start it again now. Yeah. But anyway. Um, so I was like, yeah, because God of War was quite hard anyway, but I want to, like, if you're just going to hack and slash your way through it, then yeah, why not fucking stick on hard and actually enjoy it? Yeah. Um, but apparently the hardest setting, you can't change the difficulty level down once you've set it as the yeah, hardest. Once started. But the rest you can do. So he was like, so I tried it, and I just kept on getting battered by the um, by the first, literally the first encounter. <coughs> and he's like, and I couldn't do the first first bad guy. Wow. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to knock it down a level. And he's like, and now... At least I'm, you knew that. He's like, and now I'm just like working my way through it. And I was like, all oh, right, okay. Okay. I'm like, there's a part of me, just because he was like, yeah, it's too hard. I'm like, <laughs> can I do it? I'm going to try. Okay. I regretted it massively because it's fucking difficult, Dan. <laughs> Ridiculous is an understatement of how hard that is when you just have it on the hardest level of difficulty. Knock it down one, and it's difficult, but it's your just issue. satisfyingly difficult. Yeah, because it's all—it's not like the original God of War where it is just hack slash your way through mindlessly until you get to like a mm-hmm. proper story beat. This one, it's all like rhythm action in a way of like fighting your combat is nice. very sort of typical of nowadays action adventure where you've got your reticle that's got like red flashing at you, yellow for when it's going to be like a certain attack. So you've got to dodge, weave, attack, dodge, weave, attack. Everything's okay. got patterns and you've got to work out how you're actually flowing through it all. Um, it looks beautiful. So far the story's really nice, but so it's got a kid in it. Usually I hate kids in games and just in general. Mm. They've got a thing that just really annoys me. Um, and I hate escort quests. Escort quests in games are the most infuriating yeah. things you could ever do. Now, this game is just literally 100% escort quest. Mm-hmm. You've got, like, without giving anything away either, because No, just... everyone knows he's, there's the kid. 
whoever the kid is when he's yeah. he's so it's, so in the advert. It, it's your it's your kid. Literally, it's your son. Your wife dies at lays dead at the beginning of the game. Mm-hmm. It literally starts off with you putting her on fire and cremating her. Okay. And then he's like, right, mum's last wishes are let's go put her up in like spread her ashes up that mountain. Um, and that's that's the journey. And that's the journey. So okay. the game is literally you going on this journey with your kid and watching him grow into like the proper like not beef guy, but the proper like guy that you want him to like you know, proper bond with yeah. your dad. Right. Um and it's it's really touching in ways that it has no right to be. Um it's like when he first takes his first couple of shots and he starts getting attacked, you see Kratos just like, you left your guard down and like, you're out of this and like proper like shouting Kratos angry guy right. shouting and you're like, right, okay then. And then you notice that he's proper intent and it's just like he's so scared of losing his kid. That's what he's shouting so at. And then there's a part in it, which I won't say, but the kid's like really upset over something. And you used to see Kratos just like go into like, happen but he can't bring himself to do it there, there. so you're just like it's okay little boy he's, he's like going for it and he just can't do it so instead <laughs> just rips a bad guy in half and you're just like <laughs> yeah like that's like okay. he's, he's like getting to that point and now i've just got to the part now where he's finally just like fucking gives his son a hug and his son is just like did i do it and he's like no <laughs> <laughs> but um it's just it's a full so, effort yeah <laughs> but like you go hunting with it and like his mum's been his mum taught him how to hunt um and he's like oh my god it's like a boar it's this it's this and he's just, okay and dad's like well hunt it then and he's like oh uh right okay so he goes on it and he teaches him how to draw back the bow and what if you play like last of us and mm-hmm. teaching ellie how to fire the gun and that sort of stuff it's like that kind of thing but just on like a proper more emotional scale. Do you ever control the um, kid, or are you not just, so far? Right. Just just Kratos. Okay. Um, and I was like, I I come across the you come across the main protagonist like very early on, right? But you have no idea who he is this early on. So it's like this big, huge, well, this normal-looking guy, this Norse god, it is, um, who basically just comes and just crashes your entire place just completely like annihilates you the trees like rams you through the trees right. into the rocks keeps smashing your head against stuff getting you to f- he wants to fight you he knows who you are you don't know who he is but he's like i can feel no pain you're apparently this one that's like the god of war like you can make me feel pain okay fucking bring it and you have this massive like completely re- ridiculously OTT massive fight that like, just goes against everything. This is teaching you the combat. Yeah, okay. And it's just like, so it's, 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 that it's, early, it's yeah. ridiculous. It's like, yeah, this is how to attack. And like, fucking hell. And it's like proper brutal, like proper brutal um, as it's going in. And I was like, this is just ridiculous. And you're launching him through like your house and stuff. Um, and it's, it's crazy. And then it ends that fight. And I'm like, I feel oddly satisfied with like, that if that's the the big boss guy who's going to be going all the way through it, like his character's brilliant. Now, usually when you think of God of War, you think boss battles. You think these are like four or five times the size of the screen, and like everything is just stupidly huge. And that's what part of the fun of God of War was. It was mm-hmm. like fucking climbing them, like in Shadow of the Colossus, yeah. climbing your bosses, like fucking attacking the bosses, like having huge three-headed hydras and that sort of shit. And I was like, you know what? Um, I actually quite like the idea of this and hopefully everything's going to remain like this because he's like one of the first bad guys you see mm. and then you get across and you're fighting these like <laughs> these undead and I'm like you know what this is 
like at least with the other God of Wars, there were human characters that you were fighting type thing all the way through, even right. though they were dead and stuff. But he's just like, let's, what's, what's really impressive at the moment? Oh, Game of Thrones, right? Let's get some sort of dead people that look a little bit like Game of Thrones people. Okay. Bring them into this. And I was like, huh. And then you come across like your first giant you see in the trailer when it's like, what is that? It's like, you got to fight it, boy. And it's, it's that. And you use him really well. So the boy, um, Artris or something his name is, you use him to, I use him to distract things with because you just press square and it fires his arrow, his arrows from his bow and arrow okay. at whatever it is you're aiming at. Um, he can't die. So you've got no issues about him just being like completely battered in combat. All right. Um, he'll become like unable to do stuff to help you out in combat. I see. If he gets like so much damage, but you won't ever die. So you've got no issue of like in a boss like this, like I get hit twice dead. And it's, it's that fucking hard. And if the combo attack hits you, you just, you might as well just restart. Um, it's ridiculous. And there's one bit when Ash was saying, like, you know what? I've, I've been stopped enjoying watching you play this now. I was like, why? Because you're just on this one character that you've got no even, that I, you should go up to a certain point and carry on doing the thing. But I was like, oh no, I have to just go down there. And I found a chest and I'm like, oh, chest. And it was fucking hard. It, like just getting one, one character, like a normal character trying to, we figure out the attack pattern to get this chest and I died and died and died and died and died getting more infuriated but knowing it's my own mistakes mm. makes it even worse because it's not like oh this is unfair this is a fucking ridiculous armor it's just me going shit should have dodged then they even warned me that like right, here's okay. an armor fucking like here's a red light and I'm like one more attack nah daft me because it was okay. one hit dead and I'm like wow but when I finally did it I was like yeah I got a bit of scrap that was all that was for. Just a tiny bit of scrap to update, uh, like upgrade a weapon later on when I get like another million things to do. Mm. Um, but then I, I come across the proper huge spectacle. So you might have seen in the trailer, it's definitely on the back of the box if you've not seen it on the trailer, the huge fucking snake thing, which is the world serpent. Um, and I'm like, oh, ho, ho. and I was like, oh my God, I was like this, this is God of War. And this is a friendly thing that just talks to me. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> this is weird it completely flips what god okay. of war is right, right. and that's what i think i love about it so much because yeah. there's a few puzzles in it which i'm like oh this is fun but there's a couple of actually like nice characters in it there's like a witch which i've just met which is she's awesome um she has a go because we try to kill a boar mm. which is like got all this weird shit on it i'm like what is that and the kid's like i don't know i'm like well let's kill it and find out <laughs> Um, so we use it for target kill practice, first, and then later. yeah, and then she goes mental. Be like, you're not supposed to kill it. Why are you killing it? It's like for target practice. He's like, Wah! I'm like, oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, and then I've met the shopkeeper, who's my hero, <laughs> just because the first thing is like, what the fuck do you think you're doing? I'm like, I like this guy. Like straight away, he just swears in a cockney sort of way, and he's amazing. <laughs> cockney um, makes everything funny. I'm like, I just, I just love him, but he just constantly has a go at Kratos and just calls him a fucker, like for for no reason. I'm like, I like this guy a lot, um, and yeah, it's just, it's so much fun. It's, it's difficult, but only for your own mistakes. But like I said, you could literally go through. I went through like the first once. I got used to it. I went through like a good like hour and a half or whatnot. I've not never seen a load screen, just literally mm. ragging through beautiful vistas. The way it does it, it just loads in the cutscenes, and I know that because yeah. my PS4 goes fucking <laughs> mental when it goes into a, a cutscene. It's like right. and just flies off. I'm like, wow, it sounds so fucking loud. <laughs> Which is another reason why I'm like, I just need a PS Pro, Pro 4, okay. the 4 Pro. Right. I reckon it might calm it down a little bit. Apparently it's still noisy, but not as noisy as hopefully what mine is. Um, but I am genuinely loving it. 
And I was like, you know what? That is my game for the month. I'm like, I'm not going to buy another game because this is, this is the game. I won't need another game. I'm like, I'm content with that. Okay. And then I remembered what's out this month. It's Detroit. Out. What? It's Detroit. What? It's, it's Detroit. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Detroit. Okay. Awesome. Become Human um, <laughs> is, is out literally this month, like the 24th Sweet. or 27th um, of this month. And I, for one, can't fucking wait for this well that's like the end of the month this was the end of last month and that's mm. a new month and then so i'm so excited the thing is so i've been me. doing a load of this like we i'm going around to yours at some point maybe this week yeah um to sort, sort the intro out, out for this yeah so i wanted to to stream this because i think <coughs> it's god of war yeah i think god of war has definitely got and when you go online yes. there's, there's a lot of people that are doing it yeah there's a lot going but, on that seems to be what everyone's playing but i think if I was going to do it, I'd want to complete it first before I do it. All right. Because if you're playing through it, especially with a game like this, there's that much connection and emotional connection towards it that you want to enjoy the story. And if you're like watching a cutscene in silence while people are just watching you watch a cutscene in silence. Right, right, right. That's going to take away from like a massive part of it. Mm. So I don't want to be like, oh, who am I going to fucking stab up now? Oh, let's get stabbing. While the cutscene's going like, dad, why has mum died? I'm like, oh, because she's a fucking bitch, love. I, I don't want to be that, that okay. person that does it, which all the YouTubers <laughs> seem to be doing at me. It's like, oh. why am I so angry? Oh, I stubbed my toe on a tree. I'm a fucking noob. Like, I don't like these people. <laughs> And I don't, I don't want to be, be that guy. I don't want to be that guy. That's why everything I've tried to play so far. When we're once I do this intro with you, I can just start uploading them all. Like, okay. Because I've got a lot now yeah. to get through. But I was like, I really want to do Nerd Goes Norse. <laughs> and I think that would you be just awesome. like naming things, don't you? And then suddenly, you're like, this is what we're doing. Yeah, pretty much. I love it, and I, I've got so many ideas for stuff like that. But I'm just like, mm, like I need a night next in the next week or two where we all get together and just do all the VR stuff as well. Like I want us to get do it, so we've got a few videos to whack up mm. and all that. Yeah. Um. So we need to do that, organise at some point where maybe in Steve's hot tub. Oh, two hundred fifty quid he paid for that, you know, for an inflatable hot tub. Yeah. Because like one of the, someone put it up on one of the pages that Ash follows was like, oh, these are down from three hundred and fifty to two hundred and fifty in B and Q. And it was his one, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah no, Steve, no one's going to get that. About that. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know whether I want to get into this hot tub. I don't know why. I don't want to be sitting in a, in the back garden in a Atherton, just in my pants. You know what? I've got no issue with it as long as there's beers involved <laughs> and I'm driving. All right, we've decided there's, um, there's, we're doing a new podcast though. Tubcast. Tubcast. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> see, I'm coming soon I'm, to the Nod Network. I'm all up for doing that. Mm-hmm. Like, I I enjoy it. I enjoy hot tubs. I enjoy booze. And I enjoy podcasting. So, I think all of that is going to go very, very well together. Um, right. When we opened up this podcast, right, we mentioned that we worked in a emporium of games. Yes. So, on Channel Four at the minute. I found it on like on four on demand, I think it was or four OD, whatever it was. Right. Out randomly, and I don't even know how it popped up, but Rob Beckett has got a gaming TV show called Rob Beckett's Playing Through Time. All right, he's the blonde one with big teeth, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hi, oh, I'm Rob Beckett. Oh, yeah. And this he's is sponsored. And he was this good, is yeah. sponsored by Game. Okay. In fact, this is made by Game. It's not even sponsored. Right. This is made by Game. What channel is says on? Four. 
Channel 4. Channel 4, yeah. So, so they've gone. Four Dara, Brian, Brian, whatever his name is, uh, Go 8-Bit, is so good and popular that we're going to get a cut of this. We're making a video game show. Yeah, so what happens is it starts off with him, like the intro is him playing on some console. Yeah. I think it might be a uh, PS4. I can't. Okay. I couldn't remember what the pad is off the top of my head. Okay. Um, and then the doorbell goes, and some random person, like delivery person, gives him a new console. All right, that's what happens. And he's like, mm-hmm. uh, I wasn't expecting delivery. And he signs for it anyway, puts it in, and then light glows, and then all of a sudden he gets sucked into this console. Oh, no. Um, it's Jumanji. And this is, and now he goes through time with the help of some woman who teaches him what it is. So it starts off in like 1984. What? And then he'll play again, like the game of the year in 1984. And if he passes that challenge, he'll then move to like the 90s. This sounds ridiculously convoluted. And then if he passes that, he'll play a game in 2018. And this is in one episode. This is one episode. But he'll play with a famous celebrity, of, of course. course. Because you can't mm-hmm. just play a game by yourself. Who has no idea, Even obviously. if it is just a single player one. Mm-hmm. So the first one was Scarlet Moffat. Because she has to be in everything, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they played Pac-Man, which they were both awful at. And if you fail it, you need to do a forfeit challenge, which is throw crisps into your mouth. Oh, no. Um, Not eating crisps. So there's that. And then they play something from the 90s. I can't remember what it was. And then they just skip the noughties altogether and then play something in 2018. Okay. And they're like, oh, do you not remember the noughties? This is what happened in the noughties. You played these amazing games. But let's play a game from, like, last week. Come on. <laughs> What? So every episode is going to be him going back in time yeah, and doing so, it all over again so with a different does, celeb. Yeah, he does the same three years, like okay. the same three generations. Gen- yeah. It'd be like 84, 85. So he did it with him. Then he did it with um, the Joel, Josh Whittacombe. <coughs> okay, um, yeah. Done it with him. Mm-hmm. Done it with some Asian comedian who I have no idea who he is, but okay. ask him or something his name is and everyone loves him. Right. Um, and the only one that is about to start then, which... Uh, I couldn't watch it because we'd end up sitting there going like, why are we watching this when you turned up? Um, Rachel Riley oh, okay. um, is in it wearing 80s short black leather skirts with fishnet stockings. Okay. Interesting. So, yeah, so so there's that. But Sorry. then I was like... Right, but... Thanks for listening to the Nerdity <laughs> podcast. I need to go but home. It's just awful. I'm like, how could that get a fucking TV show? We didn't... <laughs> we haven't tried, Reg. It's just you say that. It is you very... say it like we went, we 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 went to all these TV channels and went, "Hey, look, this, I, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> that's Reg." We should do. Like, look, we've got an idea. We still have our idea for the for the for the show. Mm. I, I I do think we could we could put something together. But the thing is, we do need to set uh, slightly more uh, achievable goals. <laughs> yeah, and that is that. Is We're it... not going to get celebs on it. <laughs> well, it's it's whatever the, the the digital channel. I think is it six. Which is always the local station. So, uh, uh, like the one over here is, uh, is it made in Liverpool? I think it's called. Used to be called, uh, yeah, Bay TV. I think it's now made. Uh, yeah, but anyway, um, there was, there's not a game on on that, but I'm, I'm, I'm sure I've told you about it. There was a, uh, a yep. comic book and sort of nerdy show and it was awful. So bad. We would be amazing. Yeah. We, oh, we just, we just need to make a pilot, Reg. Mm-hmm. Come on. We've got the skills. We could do it. While we're talking of pilots, Dan. Right. Um, in Grand Theft Auto 4, you could fly a plane. <laughs> you could, yeah. <laughs> really bad segue. Well, you could and you couldn't. True that. You could, but, but it, that it was a, like a bit of a cheat taking mm. it off. It had no wings. Yeah. Was it a dodo? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, anyway, that, my friend, is 10 years old now. Grand Theft Auto 4 is actually 10 years old. 
And is people it... are still playing it so online. So how old is Grand Theft Auto 5? Five years? Four yeah, years? Yeah, it's got to be old. Yeah. I can't quite remember. Yeah. It's been out a fair few years, Grand Theft Auto 5. But like, how how mental is it being it 10 is, years? I can't yeah. believe it's 10 years old. And they're still making adjustments to... Uh, having to make adjustments to the soundtrack. The online... Oh, right. <laughs> because they're losing licenses. So, like, yeah, unfortunately, we've got to get rid of, like, David Bowie and stuff now. But people are still right. playing it. Because that timed out. Because it's been so long. Yeah. It's just, it's absolutely mental. And something which no one cares about anymore. And I still don't understand how this happens. So, Fortnite has yeah. been going on and on for ages yeah, with these yeah, yeah. meteors that are coming into um, coming into fruition. Someone found it and was like, what is that that's floating above Tilton Towers okay. at a certain time? And it was it looked like a like shooting star or a meteor or something. Everyone was like, oh my God, what is it? And then they went into the code and found some Morse code and stuff. Um, and apparently it was like give some locations for coordinates and okay. you go there and then there's some telescopes that randomly turned up and you could see it was a meteorite. Mm-hmm. So then everyone was like, oh my God, they're going to destroy Tilted Towers, which is like a huge thing inside there. Um, and then he said it was going to happen on a certain date. So loads of people organized like an end of the world party for Tilted Towers mm. where anyone that was playing at a certain time, no matter what game they were in, um, all turn up at Tilted Towers, don't have any weapons and just dance. And they just had like a dance party okay. at Tilted Towers. Why not? Which obviously loads of people are like, well, let's just go in like nuke Tilted Towers in our own game. <laughs> so that like obviously this can happen. So people were just like murdering everyone that was just having, having dance parties, just trolling okay. them. Um, but now it's officially happened. So meteors are, meteorites are falling into the world, okay. um, teasing season four. So every other month, uh, like every three months or something, there's like seasons and four. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this one is going to bring chaos and carnage and superheroes. Okay. So I don't know what so the fuck's going on. It's with like this. when, you know, Cataclysm in Warcraft or something, something the big that changes the game. Yeah, but Warcraft but, is good. Yeah, yeah, I know, I get Fortnite's that. Fortnite's not. From, I don't. From, why I'm, I know with Fortnite, it was out, well, it's, they started making it like six, seven years ago or something like that. And, it's not. It was. It was never the battle royale thing. No, this, this, this is no. That, so what? What I find amusing is me and Mike were talking about this before in work. So there was a stage where everyone was like, "Oh, you know what? Gears of War did this game mode, horde, this horde mode, really well." Yeah. Let's let's everyone let's make our well, games have a horde. It wasn't mode, even it? just that though, was it? And like then, the the guy, what's his face, player unknown, who who got you know got so much money from all his mods that he made from other things that he made his own studio and. And that's when yeah, so, Battlegrounds came yeah. along. But, the, but so, the, so this is where I'm going with this. So the, so basically the horde mode was like the big main thing. Yeah. Every game had to do it. Mm. And then people started watching like the Hunger Games and reading and obviously going back and doing Battle Royale. And mm. this guy from Player Unknown was like, that'll make a, an awesome pretty mod. So they made yeah. like, um, HZ1. Yeah, exactly. Or that's it, was, it, yeah. Which is for armor mod for uh, this or it's Battle Royale and then he was like you know what I'm going to make the standalone thing just call it Battlegrounds Player Unknown mm-hmm. so he made this and then Fortnite which was just in layman's terms was just a horde mode game that's yeah. all it was just save the world from this horde and wasn't p- amazingly popular from what I've seen no not in the slightest no one really played it that much so we're like right what can we do to bring people into our game yeah. well let's, let's do let's, this let's yeah. do this Battle Royale mode and now every fucking game is yeah. having to include Battle Royale modes. Yeah. And I'm like, why? Why, why, why? The first couple well, the, of... Fine, the moment, you know, like, yeah. it's, it's all right. But then absolutely everything is just like, right, okay, yeah, let's, let's put in like 12 cats that are on an island now. So we've got uh, Cat Battle Royale. Um, <laughs> right, okay, let's do Cattle this Cattle Royale. 
See, no way, because that would be cows. That would, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that would be great. But again, if you want, if you're interested in animals killing each other until there's only one left, fucking play Worms. Great game. That is the original fucking battle royale. Hogs of War. Hogs of War. Great that's game. it. It's like just go back and play them. Don't mm. play these. I'm just it annoys me with just how popular these are becoming. They're overshadowing amazing games. Yeah, and it's just I think I, I get at least the. The, the mechanics that they've got in, going on in Fortnite with the whole crafting and building and things like that adds something different to it. I'm guessing that's why this has sort of taken off. It, was, it's also because. And it's because it's got a big, a big studio behind it. And who, it's free. Yeah. But it's yeah, free but a lot of them are. It. But the, the ones you can play on the consoles aren't. Right. The, this is the thing. So they, even Battle Royale, um, mm. Player Unknown Battlegrounds. Yeah. You've got to pay for that on Steam and Xbox. Yeah. So with and, this, and, it's free. And they paid a load of YouTubers and Twitchers to play it. Yeah. And, and, and that's then, the annoying thing. So it keeps on getting more and more and more and more and more mm. fucking records broken. And then Drake played, played it. Doing it. <laughs> and some Spanish YouTubers are like, let's all go together. Uh, Twitch stream, sorry. And then they broke his record. Yeah. By getting a load of them together. And then they just rebroke it again. And I'm like, I just, I don't care it was it's fun to play for two minutes mm. like i can play two games and then i'm We're like probably let's, upsetting let's, a lot of people here though reg yeah but i don't i care. know you've never cared no <laughs> no just play something decent yeah. literally play something decent that's what i care about unlike this hogwarts mystery um game that's is the, this the, the pokemon go type one no no that, okay so this is like a mini you go this is set before harry potter Okay. Where you go into Hogwarts really and you're like matters, but yeah. a new student. Okay. Uh, and you go around and it's, it's basically you, there's a mystery that's going on in Hogwarts, hence the title, Hogwarts mm. Mystery. Um, but it's full of microtransactions. Right. Now obviously, cause it's free to play, it will be. But this, this does it so wrong, it's ridiculous. This is like when, when Battlefront launched, everyone's like, yeah. what? Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? And they had to change it. This is what's going to happen to this. This is the problem. When you have something that is clearly going to be so massively high profile, like Harry Potter mobile game was always going to be a big deal. Yeah. Um, that you've got to get that right. If you do, if you're over the top with it, you, suddenly you're bringing in loads of, of people who are not just sort of, I don't know, maybe not used to this sort of thing. So basically with this, you can buy more energy with crystals. Yeah. As you do, but okay. in order to get crystals, you need mm-hmm. to buy crystals with real money. So they, they, they take crystals. Yeah. And they get their energy back. Yeah. So we're crystal like, math. yeah. Could be. We're supporting. It genuinely could be. Drug abuse in Hogsmeade. Um, so basically, as you're going through the story, every bit takes a chunk of energy off you. Yeah. Like massive okay. chunks of energy right. to the stage where you can do like two or three things and it's like, wait five minutes. Okay. To get someone back. And then do this. So like someone was playing it, mm-hmm. um, and it hits a stage where your character gets like some like some vines of something wrapped around you and right. you're gonna die and say, like, Do you want to struggle to set yourself free? Yes. Right, you need energy to do that, wait another like twelve hours and you can you can play it again. Okay. And they're like, Oh, someone was mid conversation with someone and you ran out of energy mid conversation and couldn't continue the conversation. So it was like, oh, Yeah, right. come back in eight hours if you wanna uh, finish off that conversation. Okay. And you're like what? That that's utterly ridiculous, and it's just I, yeah. There's games like, that do that well, isn't there? There's games so, that are, you know so much uh, like comment online of people going nuts, and like my favorite thing as well is the fact that you in order to rest to pass time to do stuff, mm. right? You still need to spend energy, so you need to spend energy to sleep. 
Okay. So that would be the time to be like, oh, you want to rest, right? So right. why don't you rest for eight hours and you'll get energy back, but you need to actually spend energy to rest. They're like, we just want money. Like, yeah. literally, give us money. I need energy to take breaks from playing the game. <laughs> it's just literally, the amount of comments on wow. their, on their, on Twitter is absolutely ridiculous. Crazy. So I just don't understand where it comes from, but mm. yeah, just that really infuriates me. <laughs> Just massively. This is why I, I I started this thing where I play mobile games for a bit. I'm like, oh, I gotta play this this week, and then yeah. I'm just like, yeah, I've give up on that now. Well, you do get, yeah, even though it might start off where you you've got enough energy to do everything, you get enough of a playthrough, and then maybe you have to have a break. The further you get, the harder it gets, and then suddenly you can barely get any further. And that that's why I, I hit that point with the South Park game. Right. Okay. Like, you know, you could you could play through each level, and you could you know every now and again it'd get a bit harder, but then you'd you'd you know you do it two or three times, and you eventually beat it. Now at the point where it's impossible to win, so I've got to go back and play through loads of loads of the levels I've already done like ten, fifteen times to build up my character more. So yeah, but it just it wasn't just like gradual. It was just suddenly like right, you're at a level now. You know, this is going to be impossible. Yeah, so. it's just uh, I have this thing like I went back because Puzzle Fighter um, is shutting its servers off. Ah, no way. Um, next month, and I was like, oh, no way. So like, right, have absolutely every bit of coinage you need to buy anything in the game. Right. Have all that for free. Okay. Just go for it and just play it. And I was like, oh, I'll do that. Yeah. But I'm just yeah. Mm. As I play, it's like this is really fun because you can go down and I love down. So I'm like, da da da, playing through it, and I'm like, all right, okay. I'm like bored of that now, yeah. and I don't know why because I can sit there and play it for hours and hours and yeah. hours and hours on on the Xbox, but I can't. But the mobile version. But the mobile version. For some weird. reason, I'm just like this. This is not that, yeah. that much fun. And it's infuriating. Well, Reg, we're coming to the end of an hour, and I think this is actually a good time. We talked before uh, we started. We were like, "So Avengers, right?" Oh, I thought you were going to say about Westworld and how awesome it is to have it back. Westworld was was great. And I do need to watch one of the recaps though, just to completely remind myself. I know there was like a two minute recap at the beginning, but it was, it was done in such a way that it was just, it was still confusing. Right, okay. <laughs> Cause it was, it wasn't just like, here's straightforward, this happened, this happened, this. It was done to be really sort of arty and like, you know, it just, it, it wasn't great. But there is, um, there is like a 40 minute recap of season one on, on, on Sky on now TV right, to watch. Okay. Um, so yeah, we we were talking before we started. Like, when is it okay to do spoilers about Avengers? And don't worry, it's not yet. I think it's it's probably three weeks. I reckon. Right. So next week, maybe we'll next week, maybe the week after. Because by then, if you care, you've seen it. Surely, yeah, definitely. I mean, I saw it twice in fourteen hours. <laughs> I know, I, not not intentionally, but anyway, um, if you haven't seen it, probably. Let's end end the podcast now. But thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Right for everyone else who has seen it, because we'll we'll still avoid most spoilers. But there's a couple of little things I want to say about. Yeah. So, um, one of the things to put on the list. So it's nice having watched it that you can now read any and all articles about it. Yes. And all these things like oh, seventeen Easter eggs you might not have seen in in Avengers. Well, no, actually, I, I knew it anyway. You know. Um. And one of the things that this, this, this did surprise me, you put it on the list. Um, so, minor spoiler, Red Skull appears in it briefly. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's not Hugo Weaving. No. It's randomly Wells Comic Con former guest, 
Ross Marcond is his name. Yeah. Who played Marcond. um Aaron and The Walking Dead. Mm. Yeah. That was just weird. Yeah. It does roughly sound like him. The second time I watched it, I was because mm. I looked in the credits and they don't list. At least I couldn't see Red Skull listed. No. 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 That was very weird. The one yeah. thing I didn't like was there was just, there was still no how to duck. No. Unless he plays, unless he's the one that saves the world. Could be. In part two. Could be, could be. But I'm going to save that bit for the one we can actually talk about. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but the other thing we'll, we'll, if you talk about, you, you asked, as, but what films are between yes. Avengers part one this is and what part I, this two? This is what I'm dying to know. Because... Yeah. See, I, I quite like this. So there's two movies coming out between now and then. You've got right. Ant-Man and Wasp. Yep. And you've got uh, Captain Marvel. Right. Okay. Okay, so we know that Captain Marvel's set in the 90s anyway. Yes. So, so this is the point. What What I want to know, just quickly, they, just before okay. you go off this, with Captain Marvel being in the 90s, yeah. is it going to be the Hoff that plays Nick Fury? It's actually going to be Sam Jackson oh. with with two eyes, oh. unfortunately. Well, I'm not going to go see that now. Wait, I thought you hated the Hoff. But I need him to be the Fury. <laughs> The Fury. Wow. He's, he's in Kung Fury, isn't he? He is. Yeah, there you go. There's this, that's too much Fury for him. He's had enough. But, um, it, it is, after everything that happens without going into it, it did, does make you think, right, well, how, how would they do other movies between now and then? And it makes sense that one, Captain Marvel, what's, what's with that face, Fred? <laughs> if only, if only this was a video pod. Um, Captain Marvel set in the nineties, and you know, while it's sort of teased that she's going to come into it, at least now we have an origin movie uh, right before she's probably going to be quite a big part in part two. Well, I imagine that's so, probably why she's got the to- her own totally own thing. Exactly, but- exactly. But that that is perfect. Plus, it's one of those characters that I think up until now, most people people probably didn't know about her yeah, and probably didn't, didn't know, care. I don't really know a lot about well, her No, n- not even not even that, but enough to be like when when the trailer and whatever eventually comes out, people are going to be like, oh, yeah, I want to see about this character. I want to watch this movie. And I think they will now more so. Yeah. But, but the, the one thing I want to know is why, why did it have to get, take this long to get her involved? Not not like in the yeah. grand scheme of things, but just I mean like why wasn't why was George she... like yeah. oh shit aliens. Oh, <laughs> aliens attacking New York yeah yeah go. like originally it's like we've got the great because apparently isn't she like the Marvel equivalent of like fucking Superman she's where she can just fucking do everything and anything. mega OP yeah yeah why the fuck did you get the Avengers together why didn't you like There's... let's bring in Captain Marvel yeah. and not have ten years of well absolutely we'll 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 have to find out <laughs> we will find out there's got to be a reason it's just mental oh, I, I agree but um. I, I think at this point, Marvel have earned enough uh, enough credit to be like, look, trust us. Oh, damn, yeah. Because yeah. it's like, the, the whatever happens in part two of Infinity War, I have no doubt it will not be a massive cop-out and be just like, oh, it's all fine, don't this worry. Is why I wanna, this is why I want to discuss, because we we yeah. had a, a very good like two to three hour conversation in work right, okay. about what they shouldn't do okay and we'll get to that in a couple of weeks we will yeah um and then the other one ant-man and wasp who aren't in it aren't in Mm. part one um so that makes perfect sense at least then they get their own movie and i've no doubt that they were like let's not put them in or hawkeye i've heard rumors that hawkeye is going to be in ant-man and wasp Ah, right, okay. Apparently he okay. is he is on his own little mission that is relevant to what's happened in Infinity yeah, War, from what I've heard. 
Oh yeah, because we can't even because they they mentioned briefly the reason why don't they? Well, they they mentioned the they they mentioned Ant Man and Wasp um, and Clive and Clint and Clint. I keep on calling. Yeah. I, I called him Hank. I think last week when okay. we were talking, I was like Hank, and I was like, "Who the fuck's Hank?" And I'm like, "Oh no, Hank Pym is." Okay, know. yeah. So like, I was sort of right, but at the same time, yeah, not. I was so, wildly wrong. Yeah, that I, I they they do briefly mention him and say, you know, he's under house arrest or whatever because of what happened in Civil War and things like that, and what's it? Clint's off with his family. But apparently is on some kind of little secret mission. Secret Agent, Agent Clint. Clint. So, um, I it, it makes perfect sense that they're the two films coming out before then. But then also about it's it's crazy how many we've got coming up because you're going to have um, Captain Marvel in something like I think it's in March, and then a month and a half later is Infinity War two, whatever they're going to call it, and then a month or two later you've got the next Spider Man. Just so oh, many. Spider-Man all after together. the next Avengers. Yeah, that's that's the next one. They've started filming that now. Mm, yeah, but, I thought we had that before. No, no, afterwards, afterwards. But that's the point. It needs to be afterwards because he is involved in Infinity War. You can't have a story involving those people without it being like, oh, six months ago before any of this happened, and I didn't. I don't think they'd do that. Mm. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um. But anywho. The point, the, the point was that we mentioned before, 250 million in three days. So it'd be, uh, well, the, the biggest opening was, um, in the States at least, the 250 million was, um, uh, Force Awakens. So apparently Disney <laughs> have nine out of the ten top spots in biggest opening weekends. Wow, is it, ever. is it only Titanic that it hasn't got? Um, or is that part of it? No, I, I'm not even sure. It's Avatar. I, th- I can't remember. I haven't got the list up, but I think it, it might even be Fast and Furious. I'm not sure. Yeah, probably wouldn't surprise <laughs> me. But, um, yeah, well, at least I, it, I it'd be Black Panther by 50 million. How are you talking about, um, about that? Have you seen, uh, James Cameron has been like, I can't wait right. for this Avengers this. fatigue. Yes. So, oh, God, I hate this guy. Really hate this guy. Yeah. Do, you remember, like, do you remember when Wonder Woman was out? And he's Wonder like, Woman. oh, this this is not the female main character we want. Because he had a Terminator film coming out. Yeah. And he's, he's like, Sarah Connor, she is the real action hero. No, like Wonder Woman was great. Not just it's a great movie, but it was great that it, it happened, that it exists. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, you know, massive box office smashed. Smash, and it's one of the first big sort of female lead characters. Yeah. Especially superhero movies. And then he starts moaning about, about this. Yeah, he's got what? Four Avatar sequels planned. Yeah. He's doing another Terminator. Yeah. Look, we got Avatar fatigue two weeks after it came out, mate. Yeah. And the thing is, but the thing I love, 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 love about this is the fact that now it's, now it's been out. Yeah, it looked beautiful. It did look beautiful. But it was so shallow. But what was the film? Yeah, what exactly. What was the actual film about? Because I Pocahontas. Can't, I can't remember what the fuck was going on. It was literally I Pocahontas. I just remember it looking Reg. gorgeous. But now I'm just like, right, okay then. So um, how are you going to do four films of blowing my mind with visuals every yeah. single time? Yeah. Because now, like, I'm not, I'm not that arsed about 3D films now. I've got a VR. <laughs> Fair enough. Because Why, what's the point of going like, oh, re- this looks quite pretty when I can fucking venture Well, not even because of that. It's I'm just... Over 3D. I, I, I can't remember what film I went to see. In fact, it might have been Ven- Avengers 2, maybe? I went yeah. to see one of the Marvel ones mm. in 3D. 
and almost forgot that it was in 3D while I was watching it. Yeah, it means the same as that one, feel... really. That one, Infinity War. Yeah, but the, a the combination of, of the 3D and the IMAX. Uh, that's, Ama- that's you know, yeah, I mean, to be fair, when we went to see The Force Awakens with my dad in, um, yeah. in the IMAX 3D, that was, that was something else. Yeah, that yeah. That was amazing. But, yeah, I, I'm not sure it's it's that necessary. I will not go out my way to watch a 3D movie unless this is an absolute, really important to me sort of event movie. Yeah, I might, you know, I might go IMAX 3D, but that's probably about it. Yeah, but it's just it's like, not worth the extra. This, like, there's genuinely no point with this Avatar thing. Um, and then I loved in the comments. I can't remember what it was, but there was something about, oh, you think we're oversaturating this? Like in the 60s or the 70s or something like that, they made 150 Western films, right? Um, in one year, <laughs> and out of that, like 26 of them were singing cowboy subgenres. And it's like, and you're talking about how superheroes have literally been the most oversaturated thing. Get a fucking grip, Cameron. Yeah. Like, well, the only problem yeah. with it is how, like, Marvel Studios are doing it right. They're doing it amazingly. Yeah, it's just how DC mess up. Well, it's uh, or any I, of the others. I would love That's DC just to go on Netflix and just have like a like proper gritty, amazing Batman series. Mm. Like, do an amazing, not a Gotham, but do an actual proper Batman series, like that. Would be fucking brilliant. Where all the all the baddies just out, mm-hmm. fucking break out, and it's just him. One huge series, like fifteen parter, where he just goes and just fucking just goes all like rock steady sort of Batman. <laughs> that would be amazing. Mm. The fights and that would be class, and it would just be well good. Like I'd love that. Yeah, genuinely would love that. Something like that would be awesome. Yeah, we just we don't need the the cinematic mm. universe because it's just not good. Well, I, I just, I have hope that Flashpoint will just reset it all. You know what? I still, I still not, still not got around to watching Flash and Arrow yet. I can't bring myself to, no. to do it. No, well, I, I mean more the movie. Oh no, I know still. that, I know that, but I'm just thinking if I can't even be asked doing the DC series, what hope have I got? No, what in the but we still have to watch them, right? That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> right, but anyway. That was an extra little ten-minute treat for all the people who uh, who have seen who, who last week were like, "Why have you only got a fifty-minute pod, lads?" Oh yeah, there you go. There's the extra ten minutes the, of Avengers talk back. to make yep. it up. There we go. <laughs> See, we know our audience. We do think about you, all four of you. Sometimes a bit too much. <sighs> right. Anywho, it's been a pleasure, Reg. It has been a pleasure. And Dan, we started to talk about why last month yet. <laughs> not just that all the uh, I know the but it's just usually so many, like, it's you going like oh Red you still not spoke about this there's yet there's so many the pod great like... comic book TV shows they announced and uh, yeah. have we talked about Runaways yet and how it's actually really good no no we have not I really, really like it really like and it. they're also involved in a new Marvel thing as well which I can't remember what it is some game that's coming out it's like nice. now featuring Runaways oh awesome I can't remember what it is but I'll, I'll find out right but anywho we'll probably talk about that never anyway. oh it's the pinball Marvel oh, right, pinball pack. There's a table. runaways table, table on it. Excellent. Which would be quite Excellent. fun. I think it is that anyway. I might be mistaken, but I don't care. Cool. I've been Reginald. And I've been. Wait, what did I decide on? That, just Dan. 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 Yeah. No, I'll still work on it. So but anyway. Oh, I've been you Dan. Missed it. You so, so, so dang- dangerous. Yep. Okay. And one nest in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Yeah. Thanks. See you later. Bye. Bye.